Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast with Bree and Burr. We're a podcast that tells you spooky stories, folklore, and mythology that don't make sense. If you have any suggestions for these crazy tales, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have Twitter. You can find us at CastCreep, both C's are capital. Yes, queen. We're also on the gram, Instagram. It's at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have Facebook, like everybody else in your grandparents, which is the Creepcast with Brian Burr. We're also on TikTok because we're hip, we're cool, we're with it. Funky it's fresh. at the Creepcast, all we- lowercase. <laughs> and we also have a website which tells you all the magical things, which is the Creepcast.podbean.com. Thanks again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the savagery. She had one in the chamber. Did you get it? <laughs> Might it's like it. a second of silence right before. <laughs> so it's like a millisecond silence, and then just burn. You're all welcome. Okay, I might actually keep that. I'm a fucking lady. Yeah, this is what happens when we're gone for three three weeks, guys. We don't know how to be people anymore. <laughs> I mean, my dress don't know how to fucking behave itself either. I know. To hell. Anyways, so hello. It's been a while, and things have been crazy. Between Burr's work schedule, Ugh. my life being a mess, and also crazy work schedule, also Burr injured her eye. Yeah. That was a whole thing that was cool. That was great. Her it's... little sunglasses. Like, you think she couldn't read before. Imagine how she would have been then. I'm like, I'm, I hurt so bad. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, not today, Satan. We're going to postpone one more week. Postpone! And we're back. And I've been busy because, you know... I'm on vacation this week, Ooh. so work don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. And the, the building's going to be on fire. And I literally like, had a host when I was like, okay, I was like, I'll see you in eight days. She goes, do you think this is a fucking joke? <laughs> She's like, it's going to burn down without you here. I'm like, I don't think it will. People might be more stressed, but I don't think anything will get burned down. They're going to try to pull you in. No, they're not. We already had, I had multiple discussions. Oh, they're going to do it anyway. Oh, no. My one manager already, like, was like, you don't need all of those days off, right? And I was like, eat a dick, because I'm on vacation, and I don't want to hear. And I told my one manager the other day before I was leaving, I was like, don't call me. I mean, they all had vacations. It's Brie time now. Like, literally, you hoes go on vacation every other motherfucking month, and I'm over here like, please, sir, can I have a single day off? (laughs) No. I just need one. <laughs> no. If you're feeling spicy, a second would be nice too. Because <laughs> it'll be like, it'll like, because like I said, I reschedule. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm like, I have like two days off. And I'm like, oh wait, nope, they didn't schedule that shift. It's usually like when I'm training. They'll forget that last shift because most of them are in the one week. And there's just like one single day that's like a class day that's on a different week. So they always forget about that single day. Ah. Oh yeah. Vacation there I wanna be. I don't know the song. But either way. Vacation away. Yes. <laughs> Except I'm not really going far, but fuck it. We I had enough place. travels. They call those home stations. Or home cations. Home cations. Staycations. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I like home cations. You're trying to say that. No, you said home station first. And I'm like, he's trying to speak to me. I know it. Oh, you I need, got there. Right? You need to give <laughs> me the new dates. Hmm? So you need to give me the new dates, too, when I go in tomorrow. So I can get that fixed. Okay. Yeah. 
Otherwise, I'm going to have a staycation. <laughs> I mean, I could suddenly be wounded. Well, it's not really a staycation because I'd still go to work, but I'd stay home with the animal as well. Austin, go and play. Well, you know, such is life. That's fine. I could come over and we could get drunk. Yes. Yes. You're off four days soon. I know. This house is going to be clean AF. Not that it's not clean. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Like, I'm going to come over and they'll be like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's going to be two bitches in a bucket all over again. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, literally, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> One time we had to clean my dad's apartment. Because my dad is also a very messy human. And we were like, we had this, it was bad. So we were like trying to scrub everything down. And I was like, I was like, just does, like we could have a whole cleaning business. Two bitches in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> also sounds like a really bad porno. Huh. <laughs> Parody of the yeah. family classic. The, don't say family <laughs> classic. There are small that. children that I, listen I, to I this. shall not speak its name. But anyways, point being, two bitches in a bucket. I remember the first time I cleaned his apartment, like, I went to, like, clean, like, our sink was so, like, just dusty and musty and manly and smoked. And because I'm sure he would smoke the cigars while he was on the toilet. I was, like, cleaning it, and I was, like, really scrubbing it, and I was like, oh, my God. And my dad's like, what is it? And I was like, our sink is white. (laughs) I was like, that is foul. I was like, have you ever gotten a safety deposit back? I'm genuinely curious. Because <laughs> those cleaning supplies didn't look so used, if you know what I mean. They were a little sad. But enough of my family trauma and inability to take care of themselves. We're moving to different trauma. This week's topic, <laughs> which was mildly traumatic. Again, crazy week, and I was like, you know what? I'm about to go on vacation. I'm not stressing myself out. So we finally watched the horror movie we were supposed to watch last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, getting shit done. <laughs> I wouldn't really count it as a. Listen, yeah, that was a. It was a snorer. I know, but okay. <laughs> like, I would have said like a murder mystery, but that's about it. Well, well, because well, it almost gave like possession vibes at some point. Yeah. Okay, listen. Let me introduce what the fuck we're talking about first before we start getting into discussions, sir. <laughs> we were watching the Johnny Depp classic. <laughs> Just kidding. What's eating Gilbert Grape? No. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean? No. <laughs> uh, I've got it at Alice in Wonderland. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Although Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> it toes the line. But no, it's The Secret Window. Uh, a 2004. Back like, in my this day. DVD had a single preview on it, and it was Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Like, with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Some of you kids don't even know who Tobey Maguire is. They're Can, about to. Yeah, they're about to. Listen, just Google emo, emo Spider-Man, and that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. E- emo. I don't know what I just tried to make happen it's an there. Email. <laughs> All I can think about is the BGs for whatever reason. Like with like Cosmo? Like as he's like strutting down the oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I know, I know. I was like, but it legitimately, I was like, oh no, what's happening? Austin's having a stroke. You, you mentioned BGs, and all I think is fucking Cosmo when he's pregnant with uh, Poof, and he's just like, I'm gonna take my burritos and my BGs and leave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally forgot that that was who was like 
Did they explain that? They just, they're just like, he's like, wait, he's just like, isn't Wanda supposed to, you know, be pregnant? He's just like, no, silly. Everybody knows the boys have, the boy fairies have the, they're pregnant with the babies. It's like, what? But how? But also like. You have seahorses. That doesn't surprise me. Well, the seahorses don't necessarily, yeah, it's a He hold the baby. He's like, he's like an underwater kangaroo. And then he's. Somehow. Maybe it's the same deal. Whatever. Well, Timmy had to wish for the baby out. (laughs) That's dumb. Well, he was going to the labor. He was like, And Timmy just like, I wish we had her baby. Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) Oh, God bless. Anyways, point being. Yes. Secret window. I don't know how we got so far off track. Secret window. Sucked. So it was a 2004 American psychological horror thriller film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Multiple categories there for you. That horror should not be in there. <laughs> Listen, there was a couple moments that I was like, Ugh. and then it was like when he would like did the hat, and it was like a possession thing, and I, like it was very possession vibe. Listen, okay, you're getting me all way too early. Shut up. So it stars Johnny Depp, <laughs> aka the teenage. Me, love of my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I'd probably still hit that or. He's still rather attractive. Yeah. But, like. He could look a man. He, he can. I'm trying to think of a bad Pirates of the Caribbean pun. Under your bay. No, that's stupid. I want it to be very obviously Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, he can. Dead man, my chest, any day or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't. That's what I was Dang, saying. John I was struggling. Fokker ain't got nothing to what you got going on. Anyways, Johnny Depp, John Tuturo, who I'm not sure if I've really seen. I'm sure I've seen him in something else. He's, you know, generic ghost bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's played a. Uh... He's played in a lot of other movies. That's what she's saying. That's what I'm saying. It's just probably someone that I've definitely probably seen before, and I just never knew his name. And, um... He was in Old Brother Where I Was, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot of other movies. I know. Point being, we're not going into his IMDb right now. <laughs> but it was written and directed by David Coop. Coop? I don't know. But it's based on the novella Secret Window, Secret Garden. By Stephen King. Uh, so, I feel like Stephen King books turned and stories turned into movies are very hit or miss. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like fair. They can't a all lot be winners. Of that was missing. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but it featured a musical score by Philip Glass and Jeff Zanelli. Don't know really either of those. Uh, the story appeared in King's 1990 collection, Four Past Midnight. The film was released on March 12, 2004 by Columbia Pictures. It was a moderate box office success and received mixed reviews from critics, which I can like I can see that. Like you said, it. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever seen uh, Midsummer. The two in this room with me have not. But it's a very polarizing feeling. We'll have to watch that next time, then. Yes. It's, like I said, it's good. I'll watch it again. It's the one that Jonathan was like, you should watch it. And I was like, eh. And he's like, you should watch it. And I was like, eh. And he's like, I'm leaving. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. If it means you'll stay, I'll watch it. 
That's not how that went at all. But, <laughs> but you know, again, internal trauma. The, the bargaining grief, part of grief. I was like, I'll watch the movie if you'll stay. <laughs> you watch the movie, good, I'm leaving anyway. <gasps> no. He would, I mean, he probably would say something like that, but, like, not at all. Like, he didn't malish. watch it soon enough. <laughs> I know. We always give each other shit about stupid things. Anyways, so, moving on to the plot. Like I said, so it's, like, starting off... It's like a very Kill Bill-esque moment where it's like, you know, when she's like, wiggle your big toe. Mm -hmm. He was like, put the car in reverse and just leave. And then he's like, goes in reverse. And then he's like sitting there and they're like, just keep driving. Just keep moving forward. And then he backs the car. And then he does go back. Because, of course, why would you ever listen to your inner voice that makes zero sense at all? Uh, So after he catches then, so then he catches his wife, Amy, having an affair with their friend, Ted. I oh, it was like his friend? They e. say that, but I don't think that Ted was his friend. I bet you, like, Ted was, like, Amy's friend. Probably from work. And that, you know, he was, like, cool with him or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But listen, we hate Ted. Mm-hmm. He's an ass. So, this mystery writer, and his name is Mort Rainey, which, what kind of fucking name? Morty. I know, but, like, listening to him, like... Because usually, like, Morton. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. But, like, they're like, Mort, Mort, Mort. And I'm like, y'all just sound like some aliens from Sesame Street. Go ahead. I was going to say, Halo, Wart, Wart, Wart. Literally. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? But whatever. Enough on the poor naming, in my opinion. So, though, he retreats to his cabin, they say, at Tashmore Lake in upstate New York, uh, while Amy stays in their marital home. With the guy. Yeah. Well, like, with the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no, because he still had his own place. Yeah, but he was... That's because they were waiting to sell the house. They said it. I don't know. Point being, whatever. So... I'm uh, upstate New York. Um, so six months later, Mort is depressed and suffering from writer's block. He's uh, has delayed finalizing the divorce. And one day, a drawling Mississippian named John Shooter arrives at the cabin and accuses Mort of plagiarizing his short story, Sowing Season. Upon reading Shooter's mans- manuscript, Mort discovers it is virtually identical to his own story, Secret Window, except for the ending. So little more into this because he doesn't he like avoids reading it Mm -hmm. and then his fucking nosy ass housekeeper that like i thought he was for sure gonna pop off and murder at some point because like she's just like oh you know i did you know they just don't see what's in front of them and it's like man let me be depressed i don't want to hear about how women are assholes like i know already i did like the fact that like she showed up for that one part and then was never seen throughout the rest of the movie maybe did kill her I don't know, but I'm here for it. Or maybe she comes there like every month or something. Probably. Or every week or, I don't know. But yeah, it was like a whole thing. So anyways, threw it out and then she's like, I found your story in the trash. And he's like, woman, like, and she's like, he's like, you know, my name isn't John Shooter. And she's like, well, I thought it was like, you know, one of those pseudonym things. You know, where they sometimes do like ghostwriting and use other people's names and then, you know. He was like, no, I've never done that. It was like a whole thing. And then that's when he's like, you know, 
pulls out his book and they do the side by side comparison whole thing. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, man. Like I'd be like, listen. Like, do your research. Like, why are you gonna come like drive all the way to my house to tell me that the story's like been plagiarized? Yeah. Subpoena me. I don't fucking know. But I digress. But he's just like he even he's just like, you know, bring your he's like, Do you have a lawyer or the attorneys? He's just like, This is between us. He's like, I don't need to bring a law enforcement into it. And it's like the fuck? I know, and it's super sus. Mm-hmm. Um, but the following day, Mort, who once, I guess, and I don't remember him mentioning that before, like, a later scene. But I guess he had plagiarized someone else's writing once. They somewhat mention it. They're just like, oh, is this like the other time? And he's like, no. He's like, and he's like, I made sure that person was paid off and mm. got everything that they deserved. As you should when you mm. steal people's work. You must pay. Pay the toll. Pay the toll or become a troll. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, runs to this guy again. And he's like, all right. He's like, when did you write the story? The guy's like, 1996. And he's like, bish, I wrote it in 94. Seven. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Yep. Listen, it was not 94. That's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. And that was published in 95. So, says his story was published in a mystery magazine two years before Shooter's invalidating his plagiarism claim. Shooter demands proof and warns Morty against contacting the police. That night, Mort's dog, Chico, is found dead outside the cabinet along with a note from Shooter giving Mort three days to provide proof. Mort reports the incident to Sheriff Newsom. Which, like, why was that necessary? Right, that poor dog. And he was blind. He was so cute. Just so chill. Mildly judgy, but that's how we like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, Mort drives to his and Amy's house, intending to retrieve a copy of the magazine, but leaves because Ted and Amy are there, and they're, like, leaving and stuff. So then he hires a private investigator, Ken Karsh, who stakes out the cabin and speaks to Tom Greenleaf, a local resident who may have seen Shooter and Mort talking together. At the cabin, Shooter demands that Mort revise his story as ending to Shooter's version where the protagonist kills his wife. Which I was like, beesh. And then, you know, he was saying that, you know, he needed to do that and then publish it and do it under his name and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Whole kit and caboodle. Yep. So, whatever, he's like, I'll get the copy. But then before he can get the copy, an arson fire destroys Amy and Mort's house and presumably the magazine. Mort reveals to the police that he is an enemy. Karsh tells Mort that he suspects Shooter has threatened Greenleaf after Greenleaf claimed he never saw Mort and Shooter to get, talking together. Mort and Karsh agreed to confront Shooter, but his first will meet up with Greenleaf at the local diner the next morning. So, obviously, a lot of stuff kind of happens in between then. Mm-hmm. But be- but after the arson, you really kind of get an idea of where it's like, you know, they're going over, like, the stuff in the house. And it was still technically their house. And, like, the Ted guy's all, like, trying to, like, stick his nose in the business. Yeah, he kept, like, trying to see what was on the paper and everything. Yeah, and he was like, listen, he's like, you know, and so they were like, oh, yeah, no, like, we'll allow other people to view it, but if someone, if one of the parties is not okay with this person seeing it, then, like, yeah, you're going to have to not be in the room. Which is good. I'm glad that they stuck up for that. I just love that because he's just like, he's like, can I help you? He's like, you're rubbernecking. He he looked at him and he's just like, he's fucking rubbernecking. He's just like, this is our stuff. You know, he has no right being here. He's just like, I was fine with him. But as soon as he tries to like get involved, he's just like, oh, that's what on the arson site too. Because he was just like, oh, hey, hi, I'm Ted and everything. And like trying to talk to the 
Yeah, and he was like, uh, can I answer some of the questions? Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, excuse me. Yeah. It's like, bitch, this lives in your house. Yeah, exactly, ho. And like I said, he still had stuff there. So, obviously, we hate Ted. Mm-hmm. We also hate Amy. She's very manipulative. Yeah. And before but, everything, she'd call if he touched. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, oh I, I just had this feeling that, like, something bad was going to happen. And I'd be like, bitch, you're the bad thing that happened. Yeah, and she's just. The bad thing happened already, and it's you, Brenda. Mm-hmm. I know that's not her name, but you know what? Fuck her. Swinging with it. Yeah. He's just like, can I help you? He's just like, she's like, oh, well, we'll talk later. Okay, bye. And the whole thing is then, too, because then she'll be like, she'll be like, she does, like, the whole, like, martyr thing where she's like, I did this to you, and I feel bad that I did this to you and that you're so upset by it. And it's like, yeah, woman, you fucked another man. Mm -hmm. Get in your bed. Lay with it, Mm -hmm. you know? Because it's like... You just accept the things that you do. That's all there is to it. Own up to it. Be like, yeah, fucked up. This is where we're at now. Wasn't happy, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just being like, I'm so bad that, like, I feel bad. And it's like, listen, you're not doing anything to help the situation. No. Just shut up. Leave me alone. Ba-ba-ba. So, anyways, moving on, though. Um, ba-ba. Oh, yeah. So, they try to go meet with Greenleaf because they're like, we're going to strong arm him, you know, into, like, you know, telling us the truth. So arriving late, because then he, like, woke up in the middle of the night. He always, like, ends up sleeping on the couch. And then wakes up at 10.15 in the morning. So he, like, hurries there. So apparently neither Karsh nor Greenleaf showed up at the diner. Mort encounters Ted at a gas station, where Ted demands Mort sign the divorce papers. Believing Shooter is in Ted's employ, because that was, like, their whole theory. Was they were, like... He's like, I think this guy was sent here to scare you and rough you up. And then, you know... Mm-hmm. And then things got out of hand and, you know, they can't handle the person they hired because they're crazy. Yep. And so then, um, believing she was in Ted's employ, Mort refuses, taunts Ted, and leaves. Also, though, he he gets, yeah, he gets him heated. And then, like, the smoothest, like, just the guy goes to punch him and he just shifts and they punched his own window. Mm -hmm. And the weak-ass bitch didn't even break it. And he's just like, that sucks for you, Ted. And just fucking lays. I was like, the savagery. I love it. I was like, you bad bitch. I'm here for it. Um, so then Shooter summons Mort to a meeting place. When he arrives, Mort finds Kirsch and Greenleaf dead inside Greenleaf's truck. Shooter arrives and says the two men had interfered, quote unquote, in his business. Shooter warns that he has implicit, uh, implicated Mort in the two men's murders. Mort agrees to meet Shooter at his cabin to show him the magazine containing a story, which is supposed to arrive by mail that day. Mm-hmm. Which you're like, oh my god, thank god, you know, this can finally be settled. That pe- people are dead, but you know, maybe no one else has to die. Yeah. Um, so then Mort then pushes Greenleaf's truck off the steep cliff into a water-filled quarry where it sinks, because, you know, you kind of fucked either way. Because then he kind of threatened to, like, kill himself if he, you know, was wrong about the story. And he's like, well, then I'm just going to kill myself and you're still going to go to jail. Yeah. Uh, So then with that, uh, while pushing the truck, Mort's watch gets caught in the turn signal lever and is able to free his hand at the last second, leaving his watch still inside the truck. Bum, bum, bum. But, like... It's at the bottom of the quarry. Yeah, I was, like, going to say, depending on how deep that water is, not going to be an issue. Well, the way that it was cloudy. Yeah. He ain't seeing shit, son. Uh Uh-huh. So then Mort retrieves the package 
containing the ma- uh, magazine from the post office and finds that he's already it's already been opened, with the pages containing his story ripped out. At the cabin, Mort sees Shooter's hat and puts it on. He begins speaking to himself, trying to make sense of the events. So again, that like inner monologue. Uh, Mort realizes that Shooter is a figment of his imagination, along with his secondary voice in his head, which, okay, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he created a character and brought it to life through Mort's undetected disassociative, oh, undetected disassociative identity disorder, which they really don't bring any mention of that up. Yeah. But basically, the dude has been depressed. Traumatic things happen, you know. Yeah, men- mentally, health, mental wise, maybe not in a great spot. Not looking too good there, kid. And he's alone in his cabin? Yes. Yeah. I've got cabin fever. Uh, so adopted, though, to carry out malevolent tasks that Mort cannot. So, like, killing Chico, Greenleaf, and Karsh, as well as Arson. But what did Chico have anything to do I with I know, that, but I guess I kind of get it because, like, the dog could give away. Listen, I would never. I would rather would go to prison. How would the dog give away anything? I would rather go to prison than injure an animal. Like oh, maybe it's to get their attention because I was his beloved dog. Yes. Still. The babies. I know. Still sad. So Amy then arrives at the cabin because she's like, I'm coming up there because, you know, and she does like this whole thing where she's like I'm crying. I'm tired of waiting. And if and we didn't lose the baby, which is still sad, would we still be happy together? And it's just like the Yeah, like, that was, like, a random thing tacked on. And he was even just like, what? No, he's just like, stop. Oh, yeah, because then she was like, you were always away. And he's like, I worked from home. And then she's like, you know what I mean, not like that. She's like, whenever we looked at you, you weren't there. You were somewhere else. Bitch, he did, he was a fucking um, author for a living, like. Yeah, listen, I wouldn't fucking hitch up with an author and expect them to give me their undivided attention at Especially all Especially when they're making a story with a deadline. Yeah, like, well, talk to you in a few weeks, kid. Mm-hmm. I'll have the coffee maker, fresh coffee, every hour on the hour. Yep. You know better. You know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Research. Hey, when you go out on a date with someone and you're starting to vibe with them and you know their career path, Google what that's like. So you know what to d- you're going to fucking deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Someone in the restaurant industry, you will never see me on motherfucking weekends. Sorry about it. That's just the way it is. Unless I, on the off chance, have time off. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, oh, weekend plans? Oh, and you're telling me three days before? Sorry, bitch. I've been scheduled for three months that I'm working this Saturday. Like, gotta give me more notice than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we digress. So then, she arrives at the cabin, finding it ransacked. Brent Zachary <laughs> uh, sees the word shooter carved repeatedly on the walls and furniture. Uh, Mort appears speaking and acting as shooter and wearing his hat, which a flashback reveals Mort previously bought at a flea market. Amy realizes the name shooter represents Mort's desire to shoot her. Cause as the door opens, you see just the shoot and then him in between and then her on the door. And I was like, Ooh, bitch, you gonna die. Run, bitch, run. Yeah. And part of me is like, you did this to yourself. We don't want people to be murdered, but also, like, mm-hmm. I don't feel that bad for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Uh, so then he chases Amy, stabs her, and it wasn't the ankle. It was more like the calf area, but yeah. that was still, like, I was like, Ugh. 
Any mm-hmm. injuries, I'm still like, yeah. <laughs> yep. The sound range continues. Um, so then stabs her in the ankle and then like knocks her outside and does she does one of the fake falls onto the rock where it's like the most gentle like hit and I'm like I understand for safety reasons don't actually hit your head on the rock but also like get a foam rock so it is at least kind of believable right give me something here I don't know yeah but then Ted pulls in looking for Amy arrives and then is ambushed by Mark because she's screaming for him which I'm like you idiot I wouldn't have said anything well by that time she was like yeah. But you're more. Yeah, that was after. More. Yeah, it was great. And then yeah, so then Ted shows up and she's like, Dad and then he just like goes to walk the door, immediate shovel to the face, which I'm like, bitch, we all saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Also, don't feel that bad for Ted. Yeah. Fucking when they were coming out of the he's fucking building after, you know, the assessment and everything, he's just like, Can we talk for like ten minutes? And, like, sits there and, like, because in the city. And he's just, like, sitting there backing him up into the, like, where he's on the curb. And a bus goes by. He's, like, is my point clear? I was, like, are you threatening me? Yeah. And also, like, I'm sorry. You fucked my wife. Right? Multiple times. Exactly. And he's, like, well, the marriage was over for a while. And he's, like, yeah. Oh, so his wedding ring didn't fucking exist? Like, hey, maybe let a bitch fucking get out of one bed before she climbs into another. Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying. I don't know. Fuck Ted. <laughs> Fuck him. Anyways, continuing on. Uh, so he smashes his face with a shovel, and then Amy Watch helplessly as Mort bludgeons Ted with the shovel. Presumably, he does the same to her while reciting the ending of Sowing the Season, which is basically he's chilling, just eating fucking corn on the cob straight out the pot. I mean, like, I could probably kill this bitch. And then after a while, it'll even be a mystery to me how she went. Because no one's going to know. But unfortunately, everyone knew. But they couldn't prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Which is like, and then I just love that the cop's like, you have to go shopping somewhere else. And I'm like, well, maybe don't put all my fucking business on the street, bitch. I know it's a small town, but legally they should not be putting that out. Mm-hmm. He's just like, it makes everyone uncomfortable. And he's just like, he's like, you can go to the next town to do your shopping. Bitch, all he was fucking getting was... And this was before Amazon Fresh Children, so he couldn't just get his shit yeah. shipped to him. Because all he was getting was, what, butter? Yeah, salt, butter, and pa- and napkins. Yeah. That's it. And I was like, mm-hmm. your poops. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> so much like, more. It's just like, no. Ugh. So anyway, and it just can't be like dietary like feasible. But I digress. So then months later, Mort recovers from writer's block and his overall mood improves. He is feared and shunned in town because of the rumors about the missing people associated with him. Sheriff Newsom arrives and tells Mort that he is in a pri- the prime suspect in the supposed murders. He warns him that the bodies will eventually be found and he will be caught and says he is no longer welcome in town. Mort passively dismisses the threat and tells Newsom that the ending to his new story is perfect. It is implied that Amy and Ted's bodies are buried under the corn growing in Mort's garden. Yeah, so this bitch just plants corn, which I'm like, can you do that? Just plant corn in a garden? Like, what about a tomato plant? Those bitches get big. I don't know. Again, I'm no farmer. Um, And then allowing Mort to slowly destroy any evidence of their murders. I don't know, maybe the corn, like the roots go down and then it can mess up stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. 
it decomposed, and because it decomposed, it acted as fertilizer for the corn. But what about the bones eventually? Yeah. It's the, the, they'll be wrapped around the, wheat, uh, the roots. Yeah. And I saw CSI, they can digitally reconstruct their faces, so it's bones are still a thing. Well, if I'm he decapitated kidding. the bodies, too. Did he? I, it showed him, like, weirdly, it says bludger. Using but the it, spade, yeah, where it looks like more of a stabbing where you can potentially yeah. cut out the head. Feasible. But, yes, yeah, so like I said, it's like that moment where I was like, okay, okay, plot twist, which I kind of was vibing anyways. I was like, there's just something too suspicious, you know. And then, um, so, yeah, mild plot twist. But then, again, it's like that whole story of, like, someone wronged. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, their mental health suffering, and then because of it being untreated and unnoticed and untaken care of, they snap and then kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or themselves. And then get braces and he gets corn, which I'm like, how are you eating corn with braces? I feel like that's not Did like he a have thing. Braces? Yeah. Because she kicked him in the face. I missed that part then. Yeah. I don't know. Piping. I know she kicked him in the face, but I didn't know he had braces. Yeah, because he tried to like bring it up in conversation from the post office girl. Oh, the one that was hitting on him and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, like you said, it's, like, one of those things where I'm like, oh, no, because, like, the dog died. And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, you know, innocent bystanders. I'm like, oh, no. And then, like, the people that wronged him, and I was like, oh, I'm not horribly upset about it. Like, Karma. Yeah. Suck it, bitch. I don't know. But I digress. So, like you said, it's very polarizing in that aspect. So, with, like, reception, um, Rotten Tomatoes, it had, like, an overall approval rating of 46%. Um, but that was based off 162 reviews. Mm. So, meaning probably not a ton of people saw it. Um, and then an average rating of 5.49. So, not even a 5.5. We're in .49 on there. Huh. Um, out of 10, uh, the site's critics' uh, consensus reads, Depp is quirkily entertaining, but the movie runs out of steam by the end. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Depp's character overall, like, I really liked the cynical writer that just wants to be left alone to wallow in his depression mm-hmm. and avoid signing divorce papers because he just, you know. And I don't really think that he was, like, trying to hold on. Well, I don't know. There was moments where, like, I feel like he kind of hoped that things weren't working out with him and, like, there was a chance for reconciliation. Yeah, because that's some of the phone calls, I feel like some of it would more so for him to, like, kind of then rub it in her face. Yeah. Like, you can't move on because I didn't do anything yet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. On Metacritic, the film had an aggregated score of 46 out of 100 based on 34 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews, which, again, I can see that. Uh, Roger Ebert awarded it three stars out of a possible four, stating that it could add up to a straight-faced thriller about things to go boo in the night, but Johnny Depp and director David Cope have too much style to let that happen. And I'm like, it's weird wording, but okay. But he did continue by noting that the story is more entertaining as it rolls along than it is when it gets to the finish line, uh, but at least King uses his imagination um right up to the end and spares us the obligatory uh, violent showdown that a lesser storyteller would have settled for. So basically, you know, the two people fighting each other, then it turns out that the person is just one. Mm-hmm. And the guy doesn't exist. It's, just, it's really, when you think about it, it's just a bad version of Fight Club. Uh, 
No. Why not? Because I feel like, like I said, it's like, I mean, yeah, certain aspects of Fight Clubs, again, the alter personality, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Sure. But, like, it doesn't have, like, the same meaning. And, like I said, if you, when we watch Midsummer, so you guys can fucking watch it and understand the reference I'm making, then you'll get it. It'll be, it would be like a weaker Midsummer. A watered-down Midsummer, if you will. Um, someone filmed, uh, awarded it two stars out of five, stating that the presence of the sublime Depp will be enough to get secret window notice, but even his latest set of rattling eccentricities is not enough to energize this deadbeat parlor trick. Which, again, like, yeah, like, because what is it? Um, there's another movie he was in that he, like, was just like, yeah, no, this is shit, and, like, I don't even want to try. I can't remember. He was like the digital head thing. Digital head thing. Yeah, I don't know. It was like someone puts their being in a computer or something like that, I think. I don't know. I didn't watch it. As mm. much as I love Johnny Depp, I'm not going to go out there and watch every single Johnny Depp movie. Unless it's from Just, hell. I was going to say, yeah. Well, ladies, I think Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up and take my money. You know I'm going to be there. Yep. Yep. Oh, and Helen Bonham Carter's also in it. Of course I'm going to go. Bitch, get with it. This is Tim Burton's two go-tos. Um, it was a modest box office success, though, so they didn't, like, lose money. It was a $40 million, um, budget, and then they grossed $92 million, which, not great, but at least they made some kind of money. There's mm-hmm. some that'll just, like, flop. Like, I was reading an article where it was, like, top 20 things where an act- actor interferes in something in the movie, and it, you know, goes their way. And either it helps or hinders the film. Um, you remember the movie The Mummy that came out very recently with Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. Apparently they gave Tom Cruise creative freedom. And he hired screenwriters to add in all this the bullshit that he was doing in that movie. And so the movie was bad. <laughs> and I was like, maybe not let Tom Cruise be in charge. Anybody thought of that? No? Just me? I love that. I love that journey for us. What did we learn? Don't give Tom Cruise a lot of money. Is this your line? Yes. <laughs> uh, but, um... Oh, so apparently there's an alternate ending. So we'll have to watch that. I didn't, If I'd known there was an alternate ending, we would have watched it. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, nothing crazy. Um... Because it just sh- explicitly shows both Ted and Amy's dead bodies under the corn. That's it. Whereas in the movie, yeah, I was going to say, in the movie, it's, like, implied. Because, you know, it's, it's going down. I'm like, are we going to see dead bodies? And then nothing happened. And I was like, okay. But I know where this is going. But, yeah, so overall, not, like, mad that we watched it. Because, whatever, I watched, like I said, Giant Up. He was still pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I did enjoy mm-hmm. his acting. Um, but like I said, just the storyline itself is kind of weak. Yeah. So I say if it's on TV, if anyone ever does that anymore, or if they just want, if you want a movie to play in the background while you do chores, by all means, put this movie on. Mm-hmm. Don't go out of your way to watch it, though. Not worth it. And if you purchase the DVD or digital copy of it, I'm going to be like, oh, what did I tell you? I would have sent it to you and you could have borrowed, but I want it back. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And even then, maybe I don't want it back. No, I'm kidding. Send the love to other people. Yeah. It's like the ring tape. Hmm. Just a bad movie, though. Nothing happens. No one gets cursed. You just know that you watch the movie. And you're just like... One of those people you want to hang out with, but you want to tell them that you don't want to hang out with them or anything mm-hmm. anymore. Hey, I got this movie you want to watch, this one? Do I have the movie for you? Do you want to end friendships? <laughs> <laughs> watch The Secret Window. <laughs> tell them it's really good and they'll, they'll, they won't regret it. They're just like, trust me, and I know they'll my never movies. talk to you again. <laughs> They're just like, they clearly don't know their horror movies. Yes. But yeah, so like I said... You're welcome. That's it. She ain't too crazy. Mm-hmm. Definitely on the the you know lighter week or end of movies we've seen and reviewed. But you know, I think I do want to really kind of dive into like some classics and nitty or grittier stuff. Yes. So that's our goals. Moving in the future, obviously next week though we'll have a topic. 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 Hey, I don't know. I was gonna make up a song. But I'm over it. But yes, so rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate, and have a spooky night now. Goodbye. Bye-bye.